Hi. Uh, thanks for checking out the Bright Lights and Hot Mics podcast. Um, I guess this is going to be a thing. Um, I'm Eddie Levine. I never properly introduced myself for the first episode, so a little bit about me. I'm what I like to call a educational journeyman. I've been to three different schools and I've had a variety of majors from sports broadcasting to botany to English, journalism, and now film. There's more. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I've always just been fascinated by media and I guess film was a nice like place for me to settle when I finally transferred to the University of Colorado Boulder. Um, at first, I really wasn't good at it or passionate about it at all. Um, but then over time, you know, and a global pandemic, I started to really get into it. And, you know, I guess this is what I want this podcast to be about is just talking about talking to people about their passions, whether it be film or any art form down the line. We'll see. For right now, it's going to be film and majority, like primarily film students. So yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, my guest on this episode is Frico Ahrens. Frico is one of my best friends here in Boulder. Um, I mean, the guy has met my family. We connected pretty instantly when we met each other because we're both, you know, older students. We're both transferred. We have similar paths educationally of like how we ended up here and how we ended up in film. And um, I'm just really excited for you guys to meet Frico. So with that, I guess let's get into it. We got Frico. Devin's face is like he was like explaining to a fucking child what slating is. Like, yeah, yeah, you should know this. You should fucking know this. I mean, that's Devin on set all the time. It's like, how do you not know that you don't know what a Sakonic is? Yeah, everyone. You're teaching me how to use the Sakonic. You're teaching you're teaching me how that's, to use You know that's the Sikonic. first thing you said to me ever. I'm sorry. No, no. No. Uh, it was fair. Never seen a Sakonic. But like he makes us better filmmakers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I was became a better editor just watching him do Mattress Bros. Oh, right? Like literally. No, no, no. Like when I edited uh, my final for 2500, I was like what would Devin do? <laughs> What would Devin do here? This is the thing. The, yeah, just do the thing really quick. Over. Yeah, really. It's like 17 keys. Oh, yeah. Like, like, okay, well, what did you do? It's like, eh. Uh, it's hard to explain. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> like, goes into the settings and, like, fucks with shit. Like, on a... Just, just knows about this stuff. Yeah, uh, the color depth. You know, yeah. Camera, did you shoot on? Yeah, you gotta put a LUT on. It was better. Shout out to Devin for being a technical Devin. guy and yeah. setting up this great light. The man in the yeah. chair. He had no cameras. choice. We've, we've cameras. Hi. Speaking of which, this is the second recorded episode of this podcast that has no name. Mm, for um, now. My guest here is Frico Bradley Nicholas Aarons. Yes, that's the full government. Thank you for putting that out there. <laughs> you asked me. I did. Um, <laughs> you are a BFA student mm. at the University of Colorado, mm. Boulder. In Boulder. You make movies? I try. You, you do. Thank you. You make them. Thank you. Um, welcome to this. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, sorry we didn't start earlier. We just 
you know, oh, like, they don't around. need to know that it's 10 p.m. Okay, well. On a Friday night. Yeah. Well, you know, some people go to the Downer on Friday nights. We're like, let's go on campus and record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> good times still. Yeah. Still good times, yeah. Definitely. Um, to introduce you further, mm. I don't know. You're a good friend of mine. Uh-huh. I make movies with you. Mm-hmm. Like, mostly. Like, you're, like, my go-to when I have an idea or, like, I need help with something on set or anything. Um, Sometimes. Yeah. You're also a talented writer, I oh, think, when you. it comes to, like, your filmmaking thing. Your, your thing. Yeah. When it comes to filmmaking. Like, you're very structured when it comes to your stories. Like, you know what you want to get. And it's very admirable, admirable I'd say. Thank you. Um, what else? Uh, to further, do you want to introduce yourself? Well, I, you were just listing nice things. I kind of liked it. You can keep going. You're a handsome man. Oh, um, fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, you act, too. Yeah. Most recently, you acted in your final yeah. last semester. Uh, we can get into that, because that's an adventure in itself. Oh, we will. Uh, yeah. That's probably a whole episode, but whatever. Could you imagine? We might be here till 1 a.m. Yeah. Um, but you're also, to introduce you, mm-hmm. and like kind of how we're friends. I think this is why this happened. You're also a transfer student and Mm. considered an older student when it comes to the rest of the student body in the film department. Um, Yeah. And I guess to kind of let you into this podcast and let you start talking, because that's what it's for. I don't want to talk. I want you to talk. Um, I know. (laughs) um, I guess what led you, like what was your path leading to transferring here to be a film student? So this one in particular? Yeah. Uh, or film school in general? Like, well, I, I always knew, oh, look at my cord is green. That's dope. Mine's it's like red. matching. Yeah. It's like the contrast. It's a nice, yeah, nice contrast. They're bright colors. They're complementary colors, right? Color theory? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I think so. I saw it more so as Christmas colors. Ah. And I really like Christmas. Yeah. So I'm just kind of drawn yeah. to those things. Green but. brings out red and vice versa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the color wheel. Nice. I forget it. I failed third grade art. Oh. I'm not joking. I got an award in, oh. third, in third grade art. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was artsy. So that's like the gate. being a film student. Yes. Third grade art, that art award. It's like, you know what? Next is, you know, the um, the Gotham Independent Film Awards. Yeah. That's the Sundance. clearly Sundance, the next logical step, Telluride. Cons, Venice. Yeah. You got goals. I like that. Poetic. Yeah. Poetic cinema is the goal. Yeah. Um, you were saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Look at us. Um, this school uh, in particular. No. I. If you have a story of why you chose this school in particular, um, no. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I think okay. Yeah, so I literally just Googled like top 25 film schools in the country. We made the list. And we're like 25 on like two lists. I'm like, okay, 20, top 25. That's like B tier. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Because I just knew like, you know, I don't have the fucking, I hadn't touched a camera before I came here, you know? Like I, 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 it would make Same. me anxious because I knew I wanted to do it. So it would make me anxious to think of making something. Yeah. And it was so paralyzing that I just didn't. But I would write all the time. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm scared. Like, I'm too chicken shit to, like, make a film because I don't want it to be bad. But I can write. And I'm okay with that being bad. 
So I'll just do that until I feel like I have a voice, you know, like it's like you can tell it's me when you're reading it, you know, yeah. and then I'll use that as my in. Um, and then that was the other thing. I always felt like like good filmmakers, they had an in, like they did something before and they got good at it. And then it was like they're in. And I'm like, OK, well, my in will be like like writing, like it'll all be cool. You know, it'll be my cool thing. Yeah. I was a writer first. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I guess the follow up to that is like being an older student, like. Yeah, let's just go right into it. What was it like transferring here as an older student? filmmaker never touched a camera before mm. and then you just get thrown into this program which is you know very weird yeah so i'll, I'll go even further so my when i got accepted here i never toured the campus i never been to colorado i literally didn't know anyone who'd been to colorado mm -hmm. you know and my whole life has been south florida um so i got accepted here and you know i'm fuck it i'm, I'm gonna go to school like you know i'm in community college, I'm taking a long time to get my degree. Um, I get it, I graduate, and then I come here. My first day, you know, on campus was my first day in Colorado. My first day seeing snow, too, oh. in my life. It snowed your first day here? No, it was just like oh, the dirty snow. Say, what? <laughs> no, it was like that dirty snow in the middle of the road. Oh, okay. Yeah. Slush. The, yeah, it was nasty. It tastes delicious. <sighs> I bet. <laughs> like the pebbles and whatnot. Oh. The crunch. Yeah. But um, I came here um, and I was scary because I didn't see any black people for like the first day on campus. So that was like, I was, I should, I was genuinely scared. Yeah. Genuinely scared. <laughs> I'm just like, when is someone gonna accuse me of something? <laughs> genuinely fucking scared. Um, but then I met my roommate and he was cool. Nice guy. Um, so that was a weird, just weird in general, just coming here. But the film stuff, that was actually really cool, like immediately really cool. Um, Kelly Sears was my like level one filmmaking professor. Yeah. And she's just like so like I couldn't have had a better like out the gate filmmaking professor because it was all about like how you think about being a filmmaker, like what it means like to you philosophically okay. as opposed to like how you do A, B, C and D, um, which is like the stuff that I wanted out the gate. So yeah, I didn't get to take her. For, uh, She's so good. The intro to the moving image, I think, is what the 2000 level course is. It's uh -huh. the first class where we make movies here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, like, what, what kind of assignments were you making in her class? Like, what was, like, the, the structure of it all, I guess? Um, for me, it was, I guess, all the stuff that I made in that class was, like, sad boy stuff. No, I but think, like, 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 what, like, parameters of assignments, like, self-portrait, oh. or just, like, make this, or, like, was it kind of just, like, make something? So, there were exercises in editing, where we would do found footage stuff, there was, um, oh, nice. exercises in, I think, dissolves, and little things like that, and, like, dissolving images together to create, just like, like, little workshops, little like, workshops. this is what it is, this is the effect it has, mm -hmm. that's unique. But the assignments were basically just what, like, the first one was a self-portrait, it was just... It was literally just make whatever though. Yeah. Um, the second thing was the same thing. The only thing that she asked is that like we incorporated color in this one in some way, or I don't I don't think voiceover was what she wanted us to do in the second one, but like 
audio, you know, des design your audio in a way that's that's not real, but it still means something. Right. So just um, like key components of what makes a good movie, but you're just going to focus on this one thing. Right. Or like I want you to like really put an effort into like one thing. Right. right. Like focus on like like what does angry sound like? Mm. She would ask us questions like that. Tonal stuff. I like yeah. That. Yeah. I think that's, that sounds very valuable. It was very like it's yeah. very insightful. It like made you think like how do you express something visually without just showing someone being upset? Yeah. You know, and like that's the stuff that I never thought about, you know, because as when you're writing, you just describe what's going on in this person's head. But you try to be as like specific as possible so that like you're saying it without saying it, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like the same thing with film that she was trying to get us to do, like show something that's like abstract, but so specific that you're saying it or showing it without showing it. I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, I feel no, like no, I'm no. like I'm following. I'm following. I guess. the Yeah. So I guess what I want to know is like, it, it, it all leads to this, you know, like you're, you're doing it, I guess, yeah. you know, it's like you, I want to be a film student, mm -hmm. look up top 25 schools, Boulder, sure, I'll apply, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Plus it was in. different cool. from South Florida. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Out of South Florida. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm here, I'm in my first filmmaking class. Like mm -hmm. what's going through your mind? Like, you're, you're doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pressure. Um, the, there's a quote from Neil Gaiman. Uh, it's not a quote. It's just like an, a metaphor that he'd said. Um, Neil Gaiman is an author, and I would listen to a lot of his interviews because he has a lot of insightful things to say for people who want to become authors. So he's like an out-the-gate person you listen to. Okay. You know, like the top 10 Quentin Tarantino quotes, you know, that you listen to your high yeah. school year and yeah. shit. <laughs> but um, he made an analogy along the lines of like, he knew his dream was to be an author, so he saw it as a mountain that he had to climb. But he didn't even know how to get to it. So he became a literary journalist and he met authors. And through that, through workshops, he sort of learned how to be an author. And then he finally felt like he was at the base of the mountain. Okay. And then he started to climb. So for me, like that first day of class, just getting here, that felt like, okay, I'm, I'm, at, the, I'm at the mountain now. Like I'm climbing the mountain now. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it felt like a big We're at deal. at the base of Chautauqua. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chautauqua specifically. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it it felt like that. Like it felt, you know. Yeah. Okay. Like the start of a movie. Um. So I guess, do we have an example from that class that we're gonna watch? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Was it the first one you made or like the last one? Yeah. Unfortunately, the first one. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. So I guess lead us into it. Like, kind of describe it. Like, not like necessarily what it was, but like, okay, I have my first assignment due. What am I gonna do, and how am I gonna do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So, it's, it's the first film that I've literally ever made. Lit you've never touched a camera. Never. Before. I've I've taken I've no, took pictures like, before I never, came here, but you've never shot anything. No. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. It's literally the first thing I've ever like made. You're like in 2000, you were you just learned what f stops were like yeah. two weeks ago. I I, I <laughs> didn't even fully wrap my head around ice, the ISO thing. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah, and it shows, but that oh. film, it shows. On mine? No, on mine. No, 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 no. We'll see. I thought you were giving a dig at me. <laughs> no, no, not on your podcast. After That's the, what you're here for. Yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> The film um, was a self-portrait. Um, I'm all about that. Yeah. And for me, it was just about this idea of wanting to be like this like productive, 
like creative madman, just like always just writing and cranking all the crazy things in my head out. But like the actuality of it is that like, you know, you're you're depressed some days or you just don't want to do it or you just don't have the energy. Right. Just the actuality of being like a regular person, but like wanting to be like that one in a billion, you know, right. genius kind of person. Um, and the film is essentially like reconciling with that um, and also just feeling alone. That's yeah. that's kind of what the first one was about. Yeah, I mean, I think just from like what you're telling me, it sounds like there is a sense of like isolation in that movie as a self-portrait. And like, yeah, would you, this is the first thing you're making. You're in a yeah. new state. You're, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, were there any like rules on this assignment? Like things you had to do, things you weren't allowed to do. Like was like sync sound is one that's like. Some right. 2,000 classes allow it, some don't. Right. I believe the only thing that we had to keep in mind was that there was no sound uh, for this project. No sound. Silent. It was silent. Completely yeah. silent. Yeah. All moving images. Yep. yep. Cool. Yep. Should we just watch it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
What was that called again? Whew. Uh, it was just a moving self-portrait. Oh, no title. There was no title. I mean, it's been like four years. Can you come up with something? Oh my gosh. Damn. Uh, if I had to title it, it'd be... I Am Become Frico. <laughs> I like it. That's a title for a self-portrait. I Am Become. I Am Become. <laughs> Um, okay. That's an insider, folks. First thing you ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Was that. What was it like projecting that in class for the first time? So it was Zoom. So we all cut away to watch it. COVID. Um, I was proud because I had way, 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 way more coverage than like most of, you know, you know, mm -hmm. it was pretty like. There wasn't. There was not a lot of shot versus shot going on in other people's first. No, projects. there was. There was a lot going on in that. Yeah, like, yeah. For first thing ever made, ever made two thousand. Like, yeah. You had, like, very advanced shot selection. I would say. Oh, well, and, thank you. You know, really? compositionally, it was that like your screen direction. You didn't break any of that. It's just like very basic things that I didn't know until like uh -huh. very recently that you just kind of naturally nailed. Well, yeah, I, I would say all of that just came from just like just watching a lot of movies, you know, like that. Just like you just you just kind of know a little bit. That's my problem. Like the, the meta. I don't watch movies. I, you know, no. we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, all, all of that came from that. And I'm not and I'm not saying that it's better because it was a lot of cutting. But I'm happy that I was able to like have a lot of like cutting and like make it like cohesive at least. Right. You um, were able to tell a story using shot sequences, you know, right. shot A plus B, you know. Equals C, yeah. Equals C or gives meaning to C. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's nothing experimental, you know, it's not like what this school's like trying to wring out of us. I wouldn't say that. It was a silent film without words. It's pretty, you know, avant-garde. Like, yeah. it leaves the audience to, you know, do work. Like, in my opinion of like silent films, there's, there's work involved and there's a bit of like an experimental aspect to that. Yeah, yeah, that was an aspect. I appreciate that because it's not so like, in your face, here's the story, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I like the parameters that this school gives us to make us better storytellers through images. Right, right, and, right. Do you think that assignment made you a better storyteller through images? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then again, it's like, what I'm not, I'm not trying to make like judgment assessments. I'm just saying like, what's like, What's what's within the curriculum, you know, mm -hmm. like like what what they want to dig, what they yeah, sort of yeah, dig no, for. I, I'm not saying oh, narrative is better than experimental. Or I wasn't saying that. Either. Right, I know. I was telling you the thing you made was experimental. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It had experimental elements. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were some some jump cuts in there. Like you, you good things. Going. Yeah. yeah. That that. And the editing exercises. That fake to white. It shows. Like, good on Kelly Sears for like teaching some of that stuff oh yeah um, yeah it was a it was a fulfilling class um i i liked that there was no like this is how you expose things properly just yet um mm -hmm. uh, because i just got to like just like you know this is what a student film looks like to me you know like yeah uh, i told kelly this in class and and again this is like the iso thing um when the cameras pointed at like the the professional one with the glasses and his hair back I literally just turned the ISO up <laughs> because metaphorically, this person was having, this person had more light in their life. 
and it was like a metaphor. <laughs> okay. And then when I had it on like the, the, the actual person, you know, I put the ISO down because this person isn't like letting in the light that's there. Yeah, yeah. You know? like the idea is there. And I told her that <laughs> in class. I know in the back of her head, she was like, what the fuck? But she was just like far out, far out. <laughs> Like, I hear that, and I'm like, yeah, I like where you're going with this. But it's like, there's still a bit more you need to do to, like, pull that off. Like, you could just do it in post. Like, I don't know. No, it's just like, you still have to expose the images. Expose it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really enjoy looking back at, like, first assignments. Like, this is probably my favorite part about this podcast that I did. It's, like, looking back and, like, seeing the mistakes that we all commonly make. Like, and then it's cool to see where we are now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's something to this you know, education yeah, thing. That's and crazy. Like, learning by doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. And if I made something that looked like that now, <laughs> you might as well shoot me, dog. Uh, you might as well. Yeah. I, I mean to say I learned a lot is what I mean to no, say. I, I go, yeah. Saying. I just said it in the you know. Yeah. No. It's it's cool. So it's like. <laughs> And taking that one mm -hmm. and um, going on from there. Sorry, Devin's just trying to point things at me. Is he giving you, like, the time? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, uh, come on. <laughs> Mattress Bros is okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Devin, you're distracting my guests. Good. Go back to the booth. <laughs> Devin, pull that up. Yeah, Devin, pull this up for us. Um, Devin's doing my job for me. Okay, yeah. Oh. So taking uh, from what you learned from this one, and it's like, so the next one we're gonna watch what class? Is that that was the final thing the final that I made in that class. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess going from there, what did you take from this one? And like, first, I should going way ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. What was that assignment? The uh, I think it was like. Three to free, five minutes. Free choice, self-portrait. It was whatever. Whatever. It was whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you have like a story that you were trying to tell? No. So there was only two things that I was trying to do with that. One was vent because I was like very alone because I, you know, yeah. felt really alone in this state. You know, it was like the COVID semester. So Griffin, my roommate was like, and Marina, she would visit us a lot. Mm -hmm. And then she ended up becoming our roommate. Uh, but those were literally my only two friends for like four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and was this your, your was this your first semester here? Yeah, my but, first semester. Yeah, yeah right. and that's the other crazy yeah. part. Like I came here during COVID. Right. So I came here and wasted a lot of money. Yeah, I think I'm gonna talk to a lot of the people on this podcast and like yeah. the, you know, it it's it's unfortunate that they didn't get to do these like first classes mm. in person. But I think it makes their style like so unique of like how you're learning a film class. Yeah, and it's something I can't necessarily relate to like at all because I had never taken an online film class. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, one thing that I thought was cool was that well, I still am like really introverted, and I thought it was cool that like I got to like learn like completely by myself. Like I didn't have anyone saying, "Oh, well." You know, this is a cool idea, but you should do that X, Y, Z. I think that's helpful later on, mm -hmm. but I feel like out the gate, just like, you know, like when you're raising a child, like you want them to believe in themselves. No, I don't know, Frico. You, I, you, you I know, don't know how to raise a child. You know, like when you're raising a child, like project, come on. <laughs> um, 
like you, you know like you want the kid to like believe in himself you know you know like you don't want to be too critical because then that kid's gonna that? you should oh you should because if you don't then the kid's gonna have the critical voice in their head um but if you're like too much like you're great then they have like this complex yes you know yeah, yeah. so i felt like i kind of got that i didn't you know i would have been very self-conscious maybe if i had someone over my shoulder like saying yeah hey, maybe you should do this or xyz like i just got to play yeah with the camera i like the way how you, i like yeah how you said that and you just got to play with the camera right and then after doing that then it was like okay well this is how you do this xyz mm -hmm. um this is how you expose something you you moron you know <laughs> you heard of the exposure triangle i've uh we've taken victor's class yeah um yeah. i've been in a class with him and he just like laid in on me once about like how underexposed an assignment i did once and never again like never right. again yeah um there is something to that like Bullying. I'm saying we should bully. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will. Um, there is a beauty to criticism, but I like the way you said how by having no criticism, good or bad, it sounds like you became your own critic. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like there were things you wanted to to work on. Mm -hmm. You know, for the final, which is the one we're about to watch. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess like. What was your mindset going, like, what was your goal going into this final? Right, right. So we, we touched on that, but then we got away from it. So yeah. the goal was, one, to vent about feeling alone in Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, but the other thing was because Kelly had made us do a lot of interesting reading on, like, um, editing theory and, like, the theory of cutting. Um, so I was just in this kick of, like, oh, the cut, man. It's all about oh, the cut. Yeah. Um, the cut is, like, it. What it, the cut is what makes, like, film unique a unique medium that you can just cut from wherever right um so i was just thinking like yeah like that's what gives it meaning so let me make the cuts like the most important thing in mm -hmm. the film not like what's happening when the film isn't cutting but the fact that i'm cutting from this to that right. like let me make that the point of the film yeah um and i th i think i i think i, I got that with that one, I think I've gotten away from that, like the fundamental stuff in recent time, but um, it was a good exercise for that. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look. They're literally called exercises. Mm -hmm. Like, in, in these, these, we're students. They're, yeah. they're, they really are just like exercises on filmmaking. And yeah. like, yes. very rarely, I mean, it's cool when you take something that, that is supposed to be an exercise and it's like, wow, this is, this might be like festival worthy, a submittable thing. Yeah. You know? Um, that I, I would say that's rare. It's definitely something to like strive for in later classes for sure, but mm. 2000, no. man, you're oh, yeah. like you're, saying, you're just playing with the camera. Right. That's what it's all about. Right. And that's what it should be about. Right. You know, just let the, let the kids run, run around with the camera. Yeah. 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 I was trying to do with the camera what I did with writing. Yeah. Like I was trying to make sure that if someone's looking at my thing, they're like, oh, that's a Frico thing, mm -hmm. you know? And also like, like editing software. I think I remember specifically like because you're saying you were you were hyper focused on cutting mm -hmm. like i remember the beauty of that class is like how can i play with the editing software like i remember just being in davinci and just being like what does this transition do what does this one do what happens if i put like 17 layers on top of each other like <laughs> superimpose like like all these images on top yeah. of each other like mess with the opacity like mm -hmm. like it's it's valuable exercises and helps you learn um yeah should we watch it? Yeah.
What's it called? Uh, standing and going still. Standing and going still. Am I about to see like, like some Maya Darren jump cut stuff? Are you? Let's find out. <laughs> Maya Darren adjacent, adjacent. I guess. Okay. I would know. I go to see you, Boulder. Mm -hmm. All right. I've read Maya Darren. Just made me 
I'm all good. Still made this song, and now I'm gonna make another. If you ever actually hit me better, watch out for my brother. Bet I bet I'll take that deal. And I ratchet on that butter. Dinner, 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 dinner. Then I tied drugs and did better than all my alma mater. Motherfucking money dance on his hands. Get up then. Make a drug about it. Dinner, 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 Oh, wait. <sighs> Good ass intro. Chance the rapper. Uh, acid rap, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. I don't think I've listened to that album in full. Uh, acid rap? Yeah. Prob I probably listen to it in full like once or twice. You only listen to an album in full like once, unless you think it's like the oh my gosh, you know. I don't know about that. Yeah. What? I mean today. Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. But like throughout the history of music, albums are like. Back in the day, yeah. 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 Back in our day. All right, we gotta get a mic for Devin for the next episodes. Just have a, just have him like lobbed up. Um, yeah. So, why don't you tell me what we just watched? Uh, that was a film I made last year. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, like tell us about the marching band stuff mm -hmm. and what oh. that signified. Yeah. So, um. You know, it was on it. We're not even going to get into the half of it, but I'll try. But we got time. Yeah, it like I was saying, it was about me like not feeling like I had like a community anymore. Um, yeah. Not feeling like I had like just just being in like this state of like transience. You know, like I don't have anything. Uh, when I was in high school, even then, I knew I wanted to be like a filmmaker. But our drama department was really small. Uh, so all I got to do was like write one or two screenplays, screenplays, uh, plays. Um, took them to competitions, you know. It got rated okay, but I got held back from like the highest score because of grammar. Um, so yeah, that left a bad taste in my mouth. Like I had like punctuation issues. So like, oh, we're not going to give you the superior. I'm like, oh, yeah. Big deal. I can fix that in two seconds. Um, just like editing, you know, I can go back and fix it, you know? but the footage is good. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, that was the only thing that I got to do. That was like what I wanted to do mm -hmm. outside of that. I did JROTC, um, which I didn't Wait, like. I did not know that. Yeah. I was in JROTC Wait. for three years. Whoa. Yeah. You mean like color, not color guard. Um, um 
it was Army JROTC. Okay. And it, I did I did drill a little bit. Um, I did Raiders like once. That's like the Army fitness program. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was in JROTC for three years. Yeah, I made it to uh, Cadet Sergeant First Class. Um, that was the the um, ranking that I got to. But I had long hair, you know, smoked weed. Uh, and I was late to class. Things, things they did not like. No, they didn't like me. They didn't like, I didn't fit in. And they, the, the, the guy straight up told me one day, like, you're, you're not cut out for this. Like, you're not going to wow. thrive. And then I left. And then the year that I left, my third year, so going into my senior year, I left our JROTC, but I stayed banned all four years. And the fourth year of band, like, I tried out for and became, like, the drum major, mm-hmm. like, the head of the band. Right. It's yeah. a big deal. It's a really big deal. Um, it's like captain of the football team level. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what I, that's another thing I was trying to convey because like where I'm from, you know, like Southern black marching bands, like, and it's a thing, Southern marching bands, the band is cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually kind of cool. Like people like, like when we come and play, you know, like. Band is, has always been cool. Really? Yeah. I get the sense that that's not the case for like. I guess no, I know. for white people, <laughs> for white people, I'll say it. I said it, fuck. Um, but it, I don't think they understood just how cool it was. Like being the drum major was like a big deal. Right. Like it was really cool. Like, oh shit, that's, you know, he's the drum major. Like, that's mm-hmm. cool. You know, like my picture was in the, the, the band room. Yeah. You know, like, so. <sighs> Is it still there? Maybe, maybe. Okay. I don't know. The new band director, I don't think he was fond of the band director that was the guy that was our director. We're rebuild. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys, I yeah. bet. You know, sorry if you're watching, but you're probably not. Um, <laughs> is everything good? Yeah, yeah there's I moved. a big flare. Yeah. Oh. Um, Am I still in focus? You're still in focus. Not anymore when you're going that close. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just, one, I just wanted to convey, like, who I was, you know, like, I'm, like, I know I just showed up out of nowhere, you know, but like I had a life before this and like I kind of just wanted to feel understood. Um, That was one thing. Um, But another thing was just like showing how I feel and the juxtaposition of like, you know, I recently came from, you know, having a community. um, I had a couple close friends, you know, like I went out and did shit every now and then um, to like now it's just like, you know. I've just become like a token black kid, you know? Like I've become nothing now. Yeah. And it felt like I just wanted to like just show people like how I felt. Right. I guess just like just show them the emotion that I was feeling without like throwing any judgment value on it, but just explaining myself. Like I was just trying to be understood. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you really did a great job of like capturing this sort of like displacement, you mm. know, and just like feeling out of place and like um, like you, you don't have roots here, you know? No. Yeah. No. Um, and it's honestly like, for me, like not to the level that it was of yours and everything, but like, it's a, it's a relatable thing as a, you know, fellow transfer student myself. Like mm. I, it, I didn't really establish friends here for like a long time yeah. in this program. And it's like, it's tough on transfer students as a whole. Like it's, it's tough to like just move across the country, move into an apartment you haven't seen before, 
you're just looking at pictures online like okay this is it cool show up a week before classes start and then you go and you like try to make friends but you know there's also social anxiety and everything and it's just Mm. like how do you really start to you know connect with this place i'm living if i don't have people to connect with you know yeah 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 man that was well said that was well said um you know i will say um i did feel better after making it you know good um isn't that cool yeah (laughs) yeah um and then i started thinking like yeah maybe this is the type of stuff i'm gonna do just like just vent with film um who do that i know right but then i got scared (laughs) of like being like the the sad boy like everything he does is sad let me tell you and okay okay it's worked pretty well for me okay (laughs) so i I should keep doing it i mean no (laughs) make the thing you have to make right that's what i'll say right yeah right um yeah, uh, and then going into Victor's class where I met uh, you and Devin, uh, I was still making sad boy stuff, you know. Um, I don't know if it's sad boy stuff. Well, okay. When I, mean, I say I'm not putting a value judgment on the <laughs> word term sad boy, that's you're the just a theme. boy who happens to be sad. Yes, just that's a boy who happened is. to be sad. Yeah. Uh, and I did all the venting stuff, but it honestly kind of changed when I met you guys. Um, transfer was like the last, I think, straight up sad boy thing I made. Everything else was like neo sad boy, like new wave sad boy after that. Like it wasn't about this. It had sad boy elements, but it wasn't like sad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but transfer was like the last sad boy thing. Um, and then funny enough, going from transfer to mattress bros was about like the connections that I have made in Colorado. Right. You know, like, yeah, definitely. Like with like you guys and like people who don't come from the same background as me but there's like something that we can connect by. And it's like an Aki mishmash a little bit, but it's like, it's a genuine connection. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned the next one, Transfer, that we're gonna watch. I was in that class. Yeah. Um, it's really unique watching the previous one and then going to Transfer because I remember being in this class with you and watching your work and I was like, wow, Frico, like he's got such a great like idea of what he wants to convey on the screen in terms of his, his cuts and like composition and everything. But like the substance of it all was like, I, it's like he's not saying what he needs to say. And then you finally, like you, you dropped your final on us. And the, I've told you this before, but it's like, I remember having this thought in the, in the theater when we're watching and finally it's like, wow, Frico finally let us in. So it's like, it's cool that you like wanted to vent on film with your last one and it's cool that you found yourself in that spot again and you were able to because mm-hmm. i think it's valuable to you know use film as the outlet for venting to get things out because a lot of the stuff that goes on in our heads is very complex and can't always be you know displayed through words or you know art or anything and film is a very unique medium where we can get that stuff out and I'm always just admirable of, you know, anybody who can do that. Yeah. Um, you do it really well. You yeah, d- this isn't about me. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate kind that. Kind of is. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Now that I stop and think about it. Yeah. I think when it comes to like that it, it, ex- individual expression, mm-hmm. I think you, you probably are like the at the forefront of that in the, in the program. Like, 
you're you you make me want to be more honest okay like you make me feel like it's okay to be honest it is know? okay to be honest yeah i just don't want to be judged by these we're kids all, we're all nothing like yeah, we're peons <laughs> just be honest like, yeah. who cares like yeah just say what you gotta say in, in the movie you know yeah say you know just say you're feeling lonely and yeah you did. yeah uh, i did yeah i did you and know i think when you're honest on film there is admirability to it and it's like it touches you differently because there's something that we can all relate we've all felt lonely before whether it's just like this whether it's on like a lowly a low scale of like i you know man this week like i really wanted to do things but i couldn't do it i'm feeling lonely right now or on like a bigger thing of like man i've been here for a year and i really haven't connected with anybody like there's a relatability to for anybody to relate to that i feel like mm. and i think that's a really beautiful thing about films and especially student films when we do open up like that and are vulnerable and let ourselves say things through film yeah man yeah yeah i think that's like as we go along like the stuff we're doing now uh it's not just like straight up me in my room being sad you know like there's like a how do i say there's like there's one the want to do bigger things but the expectation to like okay now tell us this actual story yeah and it's like what we're doing now is like we're taking that honesty and like we're embedding it in the way we shoot the film or the content of the film or like the narrative of the film you know but like if you didn't do that like if you were never just doing that just like on the nose honesty stuff mm -hmm. i feel like it's a lot harder to wiggle in the honesty when you're already like you know tying ideas in a knot you know and trying to make something complex definitely definitely you know like there, there is a value to doing it first and then making it better when you want to do something a bit more like uh commercially narrative and you right. want to you know convey it through like layers of story and everything right um and that's a good approach to you know take on it and everything i mean me personally like you helped me on my final last semester mm -hmm. and i struggled a lot with that in terms of like did i put too much of myself in it or not enough and it, I, I felt like there was this weird um challenge i was having of like there was too much and too little of me in this final at the same time of conveying this you know saying what i need to say on film mm -hmm. you know um and i think moving forward yeah that is something i do want to get better at and you know i'm glad i had you to help me with that yeah yeah i'm glad i was there that was a that was a crazy day yeah did i only help the last day or no the second we, to last day? we only had one day of shooting and then you did reshoots um, i didn't i did no no reshoots no reshoots we oh. just got new footage it was we had the one day of shooting where we had the full crew mm -hmm. then it was i did some shots by myself i did some shots with devin and then i woke devin up at 4 a.m drove up the mountain i remember and we got the final shots we were in the editing Edited suite that morning right played it that morning for the final <laughs> Yeah. yeah was that, that was, the day you brought the coffee that pod? was the the night i brought the coffee machine into the editing suite okay. like the the night before um final rough cuts were due yeah Fine cuts yeah as you'd say yeah like the last day of the semester <laughs> yeah yeah we were there all night i got to leave i was i got to leave at like five six in the morning and i yeah, considered I myself that. lucky you know i 
I'm not joking. Like I was up for like it was bad. Like 42 hours. It was bad. It was wild. I, I enjoy. I in, though, I remember those days fondly, but I think that that's a bridge too far. Like two days no sleep. Okay. That's I was all like, about it. Honestly, like while it was happening, I was like. I'm shocked I'm still going. This is awesome. Oh, yeah, this is <laughs> awesome, right? Like, we're in the mix now. Like, yeah. We're doing it. Like, we're doing it. We're doing yeah, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, like, that's, I think that's really when I knew that I, like, finally chosen the right thing in terms of, like, mm. field of study stuff. Mm. Because it's, like, 42 hours straight. Only, like, it was only doing the movie mm. for 42 hours. Like, the only thing on my mind was finishing this movie. And I was loving every second of it. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, oh, like, it's tough. I am tired. But it's like, that, like, drive was always there. And it was like, there was no, like, take a break. It was, we're going to, we're going to get this done. Yeah. It's yeah. so reckless. But it's, it's so reckless. The way to avoid that is to properly prepare. And right. Like, right. Actually get your stuff done on time. But it felt good. Like, it felt, like, true. Like, it felt like we were, we got to be, like, true to ourselves, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wonder if that's how, like, marathon runners feel. To an extent. Like runner's high? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Am I onto something with that? Yeah. I think it's it's more so like the flow state, I would say. Yeah. It's like we, we were in the flow state for like days on end and it's just like a high almost. Like it's a good yeah. feeling. Okay. You know? So on that like high of like nonstop and just like insane hours, we're not watching Mattress Bros tonight. The most recent thing you made. Unfortunately. Because it's, it's going into festivals. We can put clips and stills in. Yeah, um, we're submitting it. We'll we'll see if yeah, we get in. But just for like, you know, purposes, legal stuff. I don't know. Like yeah, festivals don't like My lawyers said I, that that I can't show you mattress bros today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um just because like when it's in festivals, you they don't want it showing at other places cuz they want you to go to the festival to watch your movie. Right, right. And you want people to go to the festival and to, like, like watch premiere your movie. stuff, like they yeah. want to know if it's premiering and or I'm not. I'm confident right. that Mattress Bros will play. Oh, places. I oh am thank you, man. Confident, but yeah. So mattress rose. I'm confident we all have made stuff that's gonna get in to festivals. But it's your episode, so we're gonna talk about you. Okay, well, <laughs> well you guys uh, are my boys, so I'm a big ups to big ups to Eddie uh, Eddie Levine. Yes, <laughs> I was gonna say Levine. It's it is Levine. Big ups to Eddie Levine. Big ups to Devin Morgan. Uh, big ups to Rishi. Uh, what's your last name, bro? <laughs> He's texting us now. Rishi doesn't need a last name, you know. He's just Rishi. Rishi's just Rishi. Rishi's like Rishi, Rishi is, is like, above us all. Rishi is a. I think Rishi's like a literal genius sometimes. Rishi is a genius. He's yeah. 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 Rishi and Devin. And yet he refuses to come on this. He'll be, he'll be. That's because that's what that's why. Yeah. I'm because gonna, he's a genius. I'm gonna force him. He's just like his mind is like in a different dimension all the time. Right. You know. No, it's fine. No, big ups to you guys, but this is my episode. You feel me? Yeah. Rishi, Rishi I'm going to need five hours. <laughs> and just put a microphone in front of it and talk about things. But going back to Mattress Bros, mm -hmm. um, I'll let you talk about it more. But to like set it up, weekend shoot, mm -hmm. we are... You're working at the mattress firm at the, at this time. At the time, um, you are w literally working a whole ass day, and then yeah. you close the shop. You let all of us in around nine o'clock. Right. 
we set up camera and we're shooting until 3, 4 a.m. Three days in a row. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. So, yeah. So what Eddie's talking about, um, listeners, is the Mattress Bros shoot uh, was my level three filmmaking final. And I was working at the mattress firm at the time in Boulder. And I would go into work Friday. I worked, I think, noon to eight. So eight hour shift. Uh, then eight to nine, I brought everybody in to set up. And then from nine to, I think, four in the morning the first day, nine to 4 a.m. the first day. I think it was three, but we stayed in three ish. Like yeah. So like nine to like three ish a.m., we shot uh, the first day of Mattress Bros. Uh, and then we broke down, and everyone left like four in the morning. Uh, we broke down and had to move displays back because yes. the mattress firm was open the next day. Yes. So yeah. yeah, we had to like shift around the store a little bit to for the convenience of filming. Uh, and then we had to move it back because I was working the next day. Right. Like the store was open. And then I, you know, shot the shit with you guys for like an extra hour. Mm-hmm. Went home, literally did not sleep because I was so anxious, like literally. And then I went to work again, noon to eight. And then... Eight to nine, we set up, and then we shot again from 9 p.m. to, I think it was a little better the little, second day. Yeah, it wasn't as late because we like had to three? shoot the next day in the morning or early afternoon right. to get right. the outdoor shots. Right. So that day, we broke down, um, and I was being really sad, boy, because I was felt like I was doing a shit job as a director. Uh, it's, I, it's nerve-wracking directing. It's, especially it's, in it's that nerve-destroying. In that class, it's like your first time really working with a crew like mm-hmm. like a, a whole crew and it's like it's your project you're you're having to make calls that you're you never thought you had to you know make in terms of like decision making and stuff yeah yeah and there's just so much that goes into it yeah um and it, it's it's a very like you said you didn't sleep after the first night and that's mm-hmm. so relatable because it's like it's coming down from this adrenaline rush almost the night after your first shoot as a director because you're just like you're thinking of what went wrong what went right and what you have to do mm-hmm. and everything yeah yeah um but right it was like it was the first film that i had a crew as opposed to just me and like you know rishi and and devin or, or you and rishi right um so it was a lot of like nerves going into it. Like there were a lot of mistakes made. Uh, there was no script supervisor. So you were co-starring in it with me and like doubling as the um, script supervisor. That's just mean, I can't help myself. Yeah, but, yeah. but thank God that you're you. <laughs> thank God that you're you because, oh boy. Um, yeah, it was like everyone sort of had to bleed out of their roles at times. Uh, and then the last day, the Sunday, so we finished, you know, same time, like 4 a.m. ish the second day. Something like that. And then that Sunday, I was off that Sunday and the mattress firm was closed because it's Easter and mattress firm is only closed. Literally, it's only closed Easter and Christmas. Those are the only two days mattress firm closes. May- which, is, which is so weird because those are the two days I think of when I want to go out and buy a mattress. Really? Easter and Christmas? Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> But, like, we were lucky that it lined up that way. So we shot, I want to say, three, four hours from, like, noon to, like, Mm three-ish. I forget where we were, but some trail. Uh, And then we took, like, an hour break. Then we shot in the mattress firm from, like, six-ish, I think, to, like... Midnight. It's, like, midnight-ish. Yeah, because, like, at that point, we're all 
so tired. Yeah, we were, were beat. I mean, I just remember Tyler, who I think was uh, first, first AC, AC yes. she was shooting something, and I could like shout out to Tyler. See the shout out to Tyler. Yeah. I could see the like sunburn on her forehead from like the trail earlier in the day, and it's just like we're all just yeah. so like tired from all this. I think we we snapped at each other like countless times yeah it was getting day. snippy yeah, that day we were i started real snippy looking back i understand it but i just felt so bad like oh man i'm i'm dog shit. no it, it just totally came from a place of love yeah 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 we cared about the project I right feel like. right yeah um but it was a journey do you remember how many camera setups you had for mattress Bros? yes so um i don't know that's probably a miles question miles shout out to miles uh he shot it um it was some Obscene but it was number. an obscene number. It was like 180 or something, if not 200. Yeah, so so three days, just so for, for reference, for, for those of you kind of familiar with how, that thing, how this thing works, we had like an average of 24 scenes a day. And each... The movie was what, 25 minutes? 25 minutes, yeah. but the final cut is closer to 26. Yeah, and you know, this the assignment in 3400, they're like, yeah, make something like 8 to 12 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the parameter was 8 to 12 <laughs> minutes. Um, and I wrote the script. Um, funny, so the Mattress Bros, I guess if, if I'm giving like the big picture about that, yeah, I mean, since we're talking about it, yeah. I was working at Mattress Firm since I was in community college back home in Miami. Uh, Miami, I'm from Broward, but you know, like right on the county line. Yeah, and I'm so. from Chicago, but I'm, you know, from the it, northwest. Right, suburbs. right, right. Everyone's back home was like, Broward, bro, Broward. Uh, but yeah, Miami, um, working at the mattress firm, I want to make film. And I think how I could like bleed this in because I'm getting all this like retail experience. I, before I was at mattress firm, I had like 14 jobs, about 14 jobs. The first one was selling cologne in a parking lot. That lasted about a week. Um, I didn't know it was that until I got there and got the job okay. that it was selling cologne in the parking lot. Then it was uh, stocking the shelves at three in the morning in, in a Michaels. Fuck that Michaels, by the way. The Michaels on Pines yeah, Boulevard Michaels. and Flamingo. Fuck that Michaels. Fuck the management there. Fuck you guys. You guys are terrible, mean, nasty people. You did that new guy so dirty. <laughs> I think his name was Mario. They did him so dirty. What did they do? They had him just breaking down boxes for his entire shift in that back hot, sweaty room. And like first stick, shift, first shift the whole day. He had a dress shirt on because uh, we thought it was like, yeah, first day, first day. And it was hot as hell. He was breaking down the boxes and like stuffing them into like this composter the, with a big. Yeah, because it was a shitty one. And he had to make sure it didn't break. His whole shift he was doing that. And they wouldn't even let me talk to him. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like a middle-aged dude. It was fucked. Damn. Yeah. Uh, not a nice place. Don't, don't, do not shop there. Um, but Michael's has a whole no, no beef. I'm, it's just the management there. No beef with the corporation as a whole. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Uh, Michael sur la table in the Aventura Mall. Um, what else? I was at a call center. I was in a, I did a lot of like really short stuff. I was in a couple warehouses. Um, I did Vax 305 that was trying to get us, us melanated folk to get the vaccine because us melanated folk were scared of it for a while uh, because Tuskegee experiments and shit like that. Valid. Yeah. Valid. Valid, but also like, all right, guys, come on. Um, now that, oh, they're going to come for me now, boy. Um, I did a lot of stuff like that. 
I was a receptionist at a market research firm. Uh, I was a runner for the W Hotel. I worked at Little Caesars. I worked at a mom and pop pizza place. What else? What else? What else? There was one other shady job that I had that I didn't know was shady until I got it. Something like that. I don't right. know. And then, you know, fill in the blank. A lot of shit like that I did. Um, yeah, and then I got a job at Mattress Firm. And it was, like, the first job that, like, one, that I was treated with humanity. And two, that I would have time to do homework Right. Uh, in between guests coming in. So I, I got to stick around and finish community college there. But the whole time I was just thinking, like, man, like, like what if someone just, like, came in here and kidnapped us? <laughs> Because they didn't like their service earlier in the day. <laughs> like, just come back at night. Just, like, retail horror. Basically. Yeah, like, retail yeah. horror. Because retail is horror. Yeah. You know? People treat you so bad. Yeah. You know? And I kind of wanted to do something like that. So it's been in my head for years, and it just kept building and building into, like, something more and more ridiculous. But it's in my head as a feature, you know? And, you know, coming to film school, like, I'm not prepared to make it. But by the end of 3400, like, level three filmmaking, I said... Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe I'm no, ready. It, you were you were feeling your, you were feeling it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote a a boiled down version. I tried to boil the idea down as much as I could, and it ended up being like a 26 page screenplay. Um, it stayed that long. It did. <laughs> Even though the assignment I'm, was. I'm so glad it did. Yeah. Because, like I said, you made the movie you had to make, and I did. it yeah. the final product would it. It was good. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was fun. It was a fun time. It's authentic. I mean, you put the work in. Yeah, we put the work in. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, it's your baby. Yeah. yeah, it's our baby. I let you guys in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 26 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so... I remember you kind of, like, disappeared for about a week when you were, like... It came down to, like time to write the script because table reads were due uh-huh. and then i you like barely told me about this idea um and i was like oh man i can't wait to see what he's gonna do for this final like i was telling you like my ideas because i didn't really really know it all and like we're both just kind of like ah oh, i got this thing but we got we you know i gotta write it you know yeah. it's like I, it, I feel like that's a big thing for all of us when it's like yeah i got this idea but it's like gotta write it though you know right. because when you write it it becomes different because it has to be focused now yeah instead of just this, this idea but it becomes real it's like right. all these ideas you have to narrow them down and be like mm. what actually is going to be in my movie mm. you know mm. so i think one of the things i've always admired about you is your discipline when it comes to like sitting down and write and i guess what i want to ask you is like as a writer in the film program like a lot of us you know struggle to really write down scripts so i guess what i want to ask you is like what is what is your process when it comes to like writing scripts oh that's a good question so screenplays are unique as a as a writing like thing you know like short stories is 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 what i do a lot of mostly and it's sort of freeform, like mm-hmm. it's just the English language or whatever language you're writing in. But screenplay, it's prose. It's prose it yeah. But screenplays are not. Screenplays are meant. Screenplays are not like the finished product, even though you should treat it like that. It's it's a stepping stone towards like 
the finished product, like a storyboard. Yeah, there's also like weird form formulaic things that yes. you have, like rules you have to follow yes. in the screenplay. And yes. I think a lot of times it can get into the way, uh, at least for me personally, because I get so focused on like, oh, but the cuts gotta the cuts gotta be here. It's like ah, I gotta center this and move that and. Yeah. This is an interior shot, that's not right. Yeah. So the thing that's weird about the screenplay is that film is a visual medium, like, you know, first and foremost. So it's not necessarily about the language. Of course, dialogue is its own thing, but it's about the visual elements of it and the screenplay itself, the most important thing, you know, for any screenplay, whether it's something experimental or narrative or if you're doing something, even something wildly original. The key thing with screenplays is the structure. It's the structure of the story. You know, you have to know what you're doing because a film is a lot of money. You know, you gotta know what you're gonna set up and then the only variable is gonna be coverage once you're like set in stone with the screenplay. Um, as opposed to just like the way that you tell the story. That's yeah. more so when you get into the filmmaking. Right, right. Um, that was very well said. I, yeah, thank you. I've, I've, you know, we don't have a lot of classes on screenwriting at this place, but I do try to make it a point that that's my thing. Like I have read some of the, like like Sid Field, I've read that. Um, a little bit of um, Story by John Trudy. Um, like I've, I've, re I've done my research, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I kind of do take it dead seriously. Um, and with Mattress Bros, I kind of wanted to show people like, yeah, I'm not the best DP, like I'm not the best editor, but I take writing seriously, you know, like yeah. this sounds like they're talking about nothing, but there's some structure underneath everything once you get to the end. And that's kind of what I wanted to show off with Mattress Firm. But your question was about like the process. No, but I think we, it, it was, but you went to, you went to an interesting place. Like you, you brought up, oh, I think I'm not the best, you know, DP, but I know I can write a good story. That's the cool part about filmmaking, dude. It's mm -hmm. such a collaborative thing. So yeah. it's like for Mattress Bros, you got Miles, who was on the last episode, oh, yeah. to, to shoot, you know, Mattress Bros. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, that's the beauty of filmmaking, or, you know, I get Devin to help me with everything. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I know what I'm not great at, but I think I'm pretty good at this part. And you start to realize who's good at the things that you're not good at, and you just gravitate towards them. And it's such a cool thing yeah. when you can, like, really come together and, like, make a finished product yeah yeah it's it's a multimedia it's multimedia you know it's sonic it's visual and there's some like literary parts to it but it's mostly like sound and visual uh and then editing at the end um but i'm just happy that i feel like i kind of figured out my niche 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 or niche but the crazy thing to me though like the the, the crazy thing in my eyes is that like it's not an easy one to like go and like make a career out of. Like if you're a good DP, you can just show that you're real, you know? Yeah, but like but I mean, writers, there's only so many DPs, you know? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but there's only so many writers. There's you know, only like, so there's, many There's everything. only so like, many jobs yeah, for writers, right. you know? <laughs> Shout out to Devin. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, you know, like that's, Everyone thinks they can write, you know? It's, it's like there's so I, much... <laughs> Stop you there. I don't think that. Okay, well... No, no, no. I think a lot of people are terrified of writing. Really? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are intimidated by it. Um, it's, it. It is intimidating. Like, I'm intimidated by it, even. And, like, I used to 
call myself a writer, but mm. you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge every time I go to sit down and write. Mm. That's the one thing where the intimidation factor is something that I enjoy is with mm. writing. Like, okay, so this get, getting into the process now. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I will, so uh, of course when I write anything, I just start stream of consciousness about the idea. Uh, so for Mattress Bros, I have like nine pages handwritten stream of consciousness about what I wanted it to be about. What am I doing? What is this? This is the short film version. What is that about? What am I even talking about? Why am I doing this? Who are the characters? Um, a little bit about like how people are going to take it. Even though it's not important, it still comes out because it's stream of consciousness. No, I think that's a pretty valuable and unique thing to journal about when you're first starting to like develop an idea mm -hmm. like how is this going to be received because obviously like at this point you're making movies for other people to watch them at know? this point and you know hopefully you, you want them to react a certain way so it's, i think that's a unique way to think about it at such an early stage of it all time limit yeah i was i was wondering it's probably been about five minutes honestly no it's oh has it been off for five minutes yeah. Ooh. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. All right, play it again. Yeah. We still have your footage, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just cut play Yeah. You good? Love technical difficulties. It happens. Um. That is a valuable thing <laughs> that I had said. Yeah. On the camera. To do it's. <laughs> Those just listening are like, why did they stop? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, so to summarize, when you first get an idea, the yeah. most valuable thing, and a lot of people say this, is just, just start fucking writing, honestly. Y yes and like, no. Like, write everything. Y yes and yeah. no. So um, I also read a little bit of On Writing by Stephen King flexing over here you know not for nothing but mr well -read. i read yeah i read about writing you know and what i can't read um he didn't even say this in this book why did i bring that up anyways stephen king um had some advice along the lines of like he doesn't write down an idea that he has immediately he lets it sit a little bit and if he can't let it go that's how he knows it's good mm. and then he writes about it so i i've subscribed to that um because if it was just like a hot flash in my head maybe i'll write it down but if it if I felt it like if it felt like it had like resonance with who I am yeah. and it sticks around, you know, then I'll like, okay, I'm gonna like. So, so anytime you write, it's something that you you feel like it's something yeah. that you feel can be something. Yeah. Like on a, on a personal level, or they just gut feeling of like, I'm not gonna write ever, anything and everything down like throughout my day. But if this one thing is really stuck with me, yes, I better I better write. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I, I have this stuff like in my um, I have stuff that like, like I, I'm going to do this one day. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of stuff like that. I have a lot of stuff I'm maybe going to do. And then there's stuff kicking around in my head that it's like, yeah, no, I have seen your uh, story Bibles and your little uh, writing tablet. Writing tablet. That was probably the most like intimidating thing I had ever seen. No, no. Oh, my God. Dozens the, of stories. Yeah, but dozens of ideas. It's pretty. It's pretty and I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get an idea for a final. You know. No, those those are pretty instead, shallow. Instead of just like, to, oh, it's it's doing a month. 
better better commit to this, I guess. To be fair, some of those are short films, some of them are features, some of them are plays, some of them are graphic novels. So it's not like it's all like no, film. but the fact you that know. you have all of those ideas for different mediums just as you are a writer. You yeah, know, yeah, you that, really are. That that's always been yeah. the goal. That you you are published, by the way. Self-published, but yeah. I mean, you have a book published. on Amazon if you want to plug it. No. Yeah, just Google link mine. down below. <laughs> link down. Below. Yeah. Unraveling. Yeah. Um, it's pretty rough. I wrote that in community college. Um, and funny enough, some, some typos made it through. So if oh, you spot one, best? let me know. I mean, yeah. We want to talk about typos getting through. I'll I was sending it. my BFA application. Oh my gosh. You told me about that. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, bro. It's a miracle I got in. <laughs> <laughs> but um not not for nothing but not to expose the panel yeah. <laughs> shout out to the panel <laughs> shout out for getting us in there uh, I don't know who read mine god bless god bless god bless um but to your question um something along the lines of the something um i knew i wanted to be a writer well before i knew i wanted to be a filmmaker like well before um and i'll rem i'll tell you exactly when i was reading percy jackson and the lightning thief <laughs> i don't know why you're laughing at that but no but there it's was like a, a pretty influential series yeah for most kids i was really young and at one point something happened in the book that was like so it felt like anime it was so good and i, and I love anime um but it felt like yeah oh yeah yeah shout out to ava uh, if you know, you know. Um, but there was a moment in the book where he was fighting like a chimera or something like that on the St. Louis Arch. Louis? Louis? St. Louis? St. Louis Arch. And then like he falls off the arch into like the that dirty ass river down below. That's a dirty ass river you, you guys have in, in Missouri. Oh. It's... I, we can cut that, but I'm just saying that river, bro. I mean, like, no hate to the people of No hate Missouri. to the people of Missouri. <laughs> I didn't have a good time in Kansas City, I'll be honest. Um, and I drove through St. Louis, and that river boy looks kind of dirty. We'll cut that. It, we'll, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's honestly the most beautiful state that I've driven through. Um, Kansas City or, or St. Kansas. Louis? Kansas. No, Kansas. Um, Missouri. It was one of the most beautiful states I've driven through. Didn't have a good time in Kansas City or St. Louis, though. Oh, okay. But the state as a whole is beautiful. Um, but yeah, so he falls in the dirty river, um, and you know, his father's Poseidon. So he like gets like a boost from it or something. And it was just like the way that it was written. Like he was so scared. Like he thought he was going to die. He's like 12 years old and it just felt so real to me. And I remember it like feeling like it was so good that I just like had to put the book down and just like had the zoomies just like run around my room. Like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, it was like that good. And I was a little kid, so, you know, you do stuff like that. But I remember, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to make people feel like this, yeah. you know, because I don't have a lot of friends. And this is all that I have right now. I don't um, have friends, but I have words. But I have words, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that sort of transferred over to filmmaking. Like, I didn't read a lot, but I watched a lot of movies um, growing up. I probably Same. said this a million times, Same. but my dad had a collection of DVDs, probably like upwards of a thousand, and he was always growing. A lot of early 2000s schlock, but a lot of good oh, stuff. Greatest era. It's a good era, yeah. Oh. Final Destination 2. 
specifically the things that are like that didn't age well oh um, my gosh yeah right a lot that didn't um, age well, but bubble boy did that age well i don't think it aged well. i don't think so dude where's my car why do we have that on dvd we had that on dvd like I mean, my dad bought that that's one of the dvds that was always there yeah, that DVD, like honestly, you could probably still find a copy of Dude, Where's My Car in like the five dollar bin in Walmart. I'm yeah. not joking. I like bet. it's got to be there. No, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, all the scary movies, a lot of movies. So, yeah. you know, we'd watch movies like a lot, way more than I ever read. But I didn't think I wanted to be a filmmaker. But that feeling that I got from reading alone, I would get that with my family. And it felt like, you know, like the campfire that we sat around. It, it, it was like genuinely like the happiest moments of my childhood was like after we all watched a movie together um and i didn't think that yet but later on i thought okay well that's what i want to do for other people uh, it's just kind of bring them together yeah 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 and movies do that you know they give Definitely. us something to talk about they give us all of us our friends you know and a big part of the bond is like the movies that we've spoken about right you know it's like a canon it's like a, a in our head and it's like something that like can attach us you know definitely I, I, I weirded that terribly, but I worded that terribly. But um, I'm you get the point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I wanted to do that for other people um, eventually, but it always started with writing. Like I always wanted to be a writer. Like I tried to write a book when I was 14. I got like 30 pages in and that was it. Um, right. I'm doing something Dude, now. when I was 14, I was gonna, oh man, when I was 14, I was like, all I wanna do is play football I want to go to college to play football. I, I'm, I'm like five foot four at this time. I'm I weigh like ninety pounds, like soaking, soaking wet. wet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I I was magically going to become a quarterback at the D one level, even though I could never throw a ball more than fifteen yards. <laughs> That's all I wanted when I was fourteen. <laughs> Jeez. So the fact that you were like writing. That's crazy. I was That's, trying. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, that was always the goal. Um, and then it became filmmaking, and, and yeah, I would write, I would send short stories to publications all the time in community college. I never got into one. No, um, but that's valuable experience. Yeah, it is. It's submitting, and rejection also. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. you know. Tens and tens of rejection letters that I have in my email. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I got somewhere, you know, like I, I haven't been published outside of self-publishing, but I definitely see improvement. You know, there's still a long way to go. I'm not like a legit writer by any means, but you know, I, I read, I know a thing or two. I'd say I'm comfortable saying I know a thing or two about you're, it. You're a very smart person for you. Oh, oh well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I guess, fuck. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I know a thing or two, um, but I've, th my passion for becoming a filmmaker is like, it's like 12 out of 10, you know? So um, I'm at a point where like, I don't care if I'm like making bad stuff right now. Like I just want to get there. It was so cool know? just to make something. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I'm feeling very similar right now. It's just this motivation to go out there and make things. Yeah. You know, just like any idea. It's like, how could we make this? Like, yeah. Can we, can we do it next weekend? Like, yeah. Um, and we can. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think we should. We should. Let's do it. <laughs> all right you have an idea no okay i have a couple okay um yeah, we're doing like crazy 4500 stuff now i mean like, 
It's really not that crazy. Not it's crazy. It's just you get the whole year to really make a polished short. Like we're going to have like a yeah. legit pre-production cycle. I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty valuable. Like in previous classes, the structure is you get three weeks at most to make something. Mm -hmm. So it's like scheduling is kind of out the window. It's just like, when do I have time? When can I do this? And who else can do this with me? And you just make it happen. Whereas now we're gonna have, we're gonna learn to make our own schedules, make our own death, like give ourselves our own deadlines. Cause we're all gonna be on different timelines. Right. This whole class together. So I think it's gonna be very valuable moving forward if it's something like we want to do, you know, being an independent filmmaker, you're going to have to be strict on deadlines. Deadlines are going to be a thing in life, no matter mm. what. Um, but I think it's a different animal when you create them for yourself. There's no like higher power above that. And it's like it's you. learning to be disciplined. You got to be self-starter. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. it's kind of like me personally, it's like, I need to like learn to respect myself as like a disciplinary figure and like start listening to myself rather than have someone else tell me what to do. Same. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. No cap. <laughs> There's I have an to inside... learn to love myself first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold the inside joke, but yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. Um. We haven't watched your third movie. No, we haven't. I just. Sorry. I just no. That was all me. I just took us away from that. No, it was a good discussion. Um. So, yeah. coming into this, I want the structure of this podcast to be, we watch your first movie, one you're passionate about, and your most recent. Okay. You took that a different, I liked your approach to it. You kind of took it as like this sort of, well, it's not my most recent, but this is a trilogy that I made. And I think that works well in this platform just to talk about kind of this phase in life you were at as a filmmaker. Mm. So the one we're about to watch Transfer. Transfer. Um, with the um, with the vaporwave nonsense, everything is all caps and like there's a space between every word. <laughs> um, transfer ties together. You would say it ties together the last two. Yes. We watch. Yes. Together. So it really it it kind of ties into the first one, but it like really ties into the second one. Mm -hmm. um, because like I was said, like I didn't feel like I like had a home anymore like i'm in colorado i don't know anybody everyone's different everyone's upbringing is different even the, even the blacks are different out here you know um culturally you know socioeconomically uh oh this town's a bubble dude yeah and this, this town, town in particular yeah, is a bubble no, 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 yeah the boulder bubble is very real like i've been to arvada in, in um, yeah no they're Denver. like there are real towns outside of boulder like, that don't like boulder. That, this town man. um yeah, it's not normal here. Right, right. Like, it's, it, there are and a lot that's of, not a value judgment. What we're getting no, at is no, that no, it's very, like, it's a bubble. Like, it's very it's, different. It's very, it, I would say it's a problematic bubble because I hear you. in the guys, in, in the lens of the real world, this town isn't it, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Um, they mean well. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And then even if you mean I well, think that they doesn't think they mean well. Right. Even if you mean well, that doesn't take away of the effects of like, you know, like, oh, you meant well when you called the police on that unarmed black man, but the result is, you know. Yeah, and and that's not just Boulder. I mean that's a 
<laughs> That's a big problem in our country, but it, it's a bit, you know, magnified in Boulder, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Like, yeah. there, there are things in Boulder. But yeah, like you're saying, yes. like this whole thing of like moving here and not like really knowing what you were getting into. No, yeah, it, I didn't a, know. It's a culture shock. I didn't know. So like, this is this is like I'm I'm just gonna say it. Like there's white people in South Florida, and I just assumed, and I should, probably shouldn't have that. Like all white people were kind of like that. I neglected to think about that. I neglected to think about the fact that most of these white people didn't grow up around black people. So like a lot of my first encounters were really weird. Like I got a lot of buffers like, hey, man, you know, and and I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying, hey, man, you know, you know, just want to let you know I'm not didn't grow up around people of color. So just let me know if I say anything uncomfortable, you know, like a lot of shit like that. I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is this is going to be a bad time. It's going to be a bad time. Kind of get annoying after a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then you get the like, can I touch your hairs and every now and then, and like, oh, do you do you play sports? Are you here for sports? I mean, just straight up microaggressions. Do you know that other one black guy that I know? It's like, like on the daily, you know, like on the daily. uh, My own personal, like I, I go out with you on like Mm. a weekly basis, and like I feel like minimum twice a night I witness this. Yeah, I'm just glad you see it, you know, like with you, like yeah, water. I would like, I would love a water. Thank you. I wait until you stop talking so I would, you know, stop the conversation. Right. <laughs> it's fine. Gonna get an Shout ASMR gulp. Shout out to Devin. <laughs> Let's get an ASMR gulp. No. Um, so transfer. Mm-hmm. Yes. So transfer, <laughs> we pick up. <laughs> um, essentially. I'm trying. <laughs> this hosting thing. I know. This is my second time. So transfer is kind of a direct sequel to standing and going still. Whereas at the end of that, I'm leaving to go back home for the summer. I leave and go back home for the summer, and I come back, I meet you, I meet Devin, um, you know, feeling a little better about the whole Colorado thing, um, but in the back of my head, when I went home, it didn't feel like home anymore. It, I felt like an outsider back home. Like, it didn't feel like this is, like, I felt like I belonged in South Florida, and now I just feel like it's too humid, you mm. know? I feel like, like, I don't, I just... I didn't feel that click. Like, I didn't feel like I was a part of the picture. I feel like an aberration now. The same way I feel in Colorado. So now I'm having, like, this existential crisis. Like, I don't know any place anymore that feels like home. Right. Like, it's a foreign concept to me. And then I just had to, like, it's my 20s. You know, I'm 25 right now. I have to get used to the fact that I don't have a home right now. Mm -hmm. I I don't have roots. I'm in the process of, like, cultivating myself and all that, all that shit. You know, and eventually I will. I just have to trust the process. But man, does it feel weird. And transfer was about that feeling of like that transience, like no place is home anymore. Back home isn't home. I have footage from back home. I have footage from over here. Um, And it's about like that none of it feels like home. And really the only grounding thing is like my friendships. Um, I highlight my closest friendship, probably literally my closest friendship in my life. Uh, It was Robert. Shout out to Rob. Um, Back home, we met through marching band. Um, And to this day, we probably talk on the phone literally every other day for like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. Oh, man. Those relationships are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Those friends back home that you could just 
anytime, pick up the phone, talk for three hours. Yeah, like it's like nothing, nothing changed. Oh yeah, like they live next door. Right, you know? right. Yeah, those friends back home. But he's the only one that I have back home, and I highlight our friendship. But like you guys are like that for me here. You know, oh. like it's it's the thing that grounds me is our connection. Uh, so I highlighted that, but it's about just that like stasis feeling, like that like up in the air feeling, like I'm falling, and I don't know when I'm gonna hit the ground or I don't know which way is up anymore. It's literally just trying to capture that emotion through what I've learned about filmmaking up to this point. Uh, this film was the level two final. Yeah, so 2500. 2500. Introduction to cinematography. Yes. We're like, it's very much hammered in that you need to tell a story using composition, Yes. essentially. Yes, yeah. and when did we screen that? When did I make that? December 2021. Yeah, so almost yeah. a year ago, almost a year ago, we made, uh, I made, I made that entirely by myself. I'm taking all the credit. I'm sorry. No, you did. Yeah, yeah I did. You did. Um, you disappeared for two weeks, and then you were just like, oh, hey, here's this final. Like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. oh, that's where he was. Yeah. He was doing this. Yeah, <laughs> so for context, we, we had the same level two class together, and that la those last couple of days, I was just not showing up to class. Mm -hmm. And um, I was sleeping because I was working full time, I think, at Mattress Firm with doing 15 credit hours yeah. at Boulder. So I was sleeping, just like, fuck it, I need to sleep, um, but also working on this film. So I never showed a rough cut in class. And I Respect, screamed, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I screamed like this almost rough cut, you know, at the end of it all. And I didn't know what color grading was, so all the color stuff I did in the box. Um, and yeah, yeah, I made that film and screened it at our final screening. I think that's a beautiful introduction, and I think we should watch it. Yep. That first one. <laughs> Damn, I was like, I think that was gonna get you. Nah. Yeah, man, what's good, bro? It's been a minute. Yeah, man, nothing much, you know. I'm just out here, really. I feel, I feel. Yeah, man, it's been the same down here too. Yeah. How's your peoples? That's dumb sad. But now what? Ribs. I haven't had ribs since I was out here. You haven't had ribs since you was out there? Nope. Yeah. 
this is my second time having ribs since you've been up here. I've been here since January. Man. Oh, you mean? Hold on one second. This nigga here. I'm not kidding. I'm not. Yeah, no, nah, not in front of white people, bro. Hell no. That's not even a black person. If anyone really thinks like that, bro, fuck. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. Yeah, man. You. crazy right are you gonna keep the slate in the podcast that'd be a cool stylistic thing maybe for the first one yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense what's up um, editing effects oh. so it's like we're already like oh yeah <laughs> good morning America yeah um Round and round we go. And round and round we go. Um, from a trilogy standpoint, I fucking love how everyone like takes place in this apartment. Like, and your use of framing with that door into your room is just oh, chef's thank kiss. you. Like, thank you. It really like as a trilogy, it it ties it all together. And I, correct me if I'm wrong. I know two of them, but maybe every one of them cuts on you packing packing something on your bed like that. So the first one kind of doesn't. The first one the is first one does not. Like, the first one does not. Right. But it's the second one and the third one do. They yes. end kind of on that same shot. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, the, the first one ends, second one ends with me packing to go home. And I guess I shouldn't explain my film, but I guess I can just say that closing the bag at the end of transfers, like closing the chapter on worrying about that feeling which is so i just think it's so crazy how like 
you're you're explaining like man i don't in in, in the second one um where it's like man, it's almost like you're excited to go home and then you do go home and then you have this feeling of like oh i don't know if i belong anywhere right now like this was like the one comfort that i thought i did have away from boulder and now i'm not feeling that and that's that's a lot of emotions right there. Yeah. And I think, you know, to capture that in transfer is, it's a challenge for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I, uh, the summer was whatever. Uh, I think there was a break, the spring break, right? No, Did we have a spring break? We, we went home for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I specifically remember you going home for Thanksgiving. Right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I went home over that break, um, and I remember the, my first night home, like I had like a full-on panic attack because the house that I went to high school in just didn't feel like my house anymore. Yeah. Like my siblings weren't there, my mom was at work, and I was just alone in the house. I had like a big, like a serious panic attack. Like I just had to lay down and breathe. Like it was bad. Um, but you know, that was the sort of the beginning of like, man, this doesn't feel like home. But when I think about it, when I look back, I mean, truthfully, it never did. It's kind of like the rose-tinted glasses things. Like, I was always the weird kid. I was always the weird. I didn't have, like, friends until 10th grade. I had, of course, I had, like, the closest friends I grew up with, like three right. or four of us, because we grew up together. But I didn't make friends in high school until I joined band. That's where I met Robert. That's the, the guy in the film. Yeah. Um, and even then, you know, he was really like him. And of course, oh, I guess I should have kept it on me. I drew, I drew attention. No, I, I literally thought a camera was falling. Right, now we're going to have uh, yeah. to cut to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was really my closest friend in band. Of course, the other drum majors with me were pretty close friends to me when we became drum majors together. Um, we, be, we became untouchables. I shouldn't throw that up, but you know, it's the whole fraternity type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but even then, like, you know, I was, most of the lunches in high school, I ate them by myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, That's not easy. No, no. Um, yeah, so Especially I guess. High school, that age, like. Yeah. you. Your mind is like not saying the right things at that age. No, yeah. no, my mind was pitch black back then. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a bad time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good time. Um, I was often felt alone even when I was with friends. I still felt alone. Um, I had never felt understood. And my thinking was, okay, I'm going to go to film school and I'm going to meet like other weird kids, right? Like we're going to like meet and we're all going to be like nice to each other. <laughs> and we're all going to get along and like we're going to like we're gonna make movies. It's gonna be cool, you know. And then it's it's kind of clicky out here still, if I'm being if I'm being honest. But um, I did find that community in you, um, you know, Devin and Rishi. I found that with you guys. I think the clickiness just comes from being a transfer student, you know. That like it's so it. tough. Like you're you're coming into the middle of these relationships that that have already been established, like mm -hmm. a year or two years ago, when right. you know most of these kids get here as eighteen year old, nineteen year old freshmen. Mm -hmm. And it's like those relationships are already established in like the intro classes and everything. And as transfer students, we're just like, 
being dropped in the middle of this where all the friend groups are already established. So it's yeah. like that idea of clickiness is very easy to just believe when you're like dropped in. It's, That's it's, fair. It's, it's tough. That's yeah. fair. And then it's like, you know, if they already have their friendships, it's like, who am I like, okay, maybe then I should go out my way and like integrate myself, right? Mm -hmm. Like introduce myself and things like that. I guess it's just my perspective. That's a good point. You know, maybe I'm being, um, no, 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 I'm not saying your, you know, point isn't valid or anything. I'm more so saying the like, <clears throat> I guess, idea behind that. It's just, it's very easy to think that yeah. in any transfer situation right yeah. right yeah transferring jobs or yeah you know, and then like school also like you're transferring in you've already like taken classes like by the definition of the administration you're like a sophomore or a junior mm -hmm. but like you said you've never made a movie before mm -hmm. so it's like you're coming in as you know an already established college student but you're really just a freshman again, all over again. Kind of, and it's yeah. a, it's so tough to go through. Yeah, like looking back, it's yeah. like, it's like, wow, okay, I'm the, okay, I'm starting over, I guess. Right, like, and it's weird after working so hard to get that associate's degree, and like, oh, oh this is gonna make it easier for me. But it, yeah, a lot of times it makes it tougher. Yeah, like, at least yeah. from my perspective, it was hard. And yeah, challenging and anxiety inducing nerve-wracking and like i'm not gonna lie the amount of times to this day i still get imposter syndrome as a filmmaker it's it's wild and i i don't think that goes away but from the student perspective it was really intense my first year here because you know i was trying to make movies with students that already had some sense of you know beginning their polish while i'm just you know Right. Yeah, I'm still or like Devin. Rough edges. Like Devin. Remember oh, the God. stuff he did in high school? <laughs> stuff he showed us? Yeah. The stuff when he was in, in the womb? When when Devin's episode is on, we're going to have to watch his high school reel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like we, we we love Devin, but you know, what we're saying is like it's intimidating. It's very intimidating. It's intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um and I really think this trilogy is like such a beautiful portrait of a transfer student. But it is also specifically the portrait of your experience, and that's what makes it great, because mm -hmm. that's what makes it authentic, because it is you. It is your experience as moving to Boulder, becoming a filmmaker, and like we see the rough edges, but we're starting to see the polish, and that, that's why I want to do this podcast. I want to see us start to get the polish, and I'm really glad that we got to you know, watch this and everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and like we touched on it before, but like going forward, I guess now is the time in the program, in the program, I should mm -hmm. say, where we discuss like future plans and like whether it be this semester, you know, life in general, like you're a BFA student. Do you mm -hmm. want to pitch your BFA idea or are you not ready yet? <laughs> or like what you'd like to convey yes. with your BFA idea? Yes. So for Mattress Bros, the idea was, okay. I'm going to make something funny for once because everything has been very uh, rather dreadful right. up to this point and no one's ever seen me like make a joke you know mm -hmm. like you could argue that the first one I ever did there's like it's kind of jokey yeah there's humor in that yeah for sure it's kind of jokey yeah. um but just like what I think is funny like my sense of humor like just go you know no more like of course there's there's the undertones of the both of the characters are lonely um there's that undertone 
Um, and then your character just straight up says, like, <laughs> you remember the line? I remember the line. Yeah. Just straight up, like, sad boy. That's where we cut to the line, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the undertones are there, but, like, just I wanted to make something that was, like, straight up funny. So that was the objective. Make something that's, like, indulgent. Like, I just want to be very indulgent with this film. Just, like, this is what I like. This is what I want movies to be like. I want the characters to talk about nothing. Mm. But, like, still, like, do the thing, you know? Like, they're talking about nothing, but, like... It, it's still dread building up like right. that like that it's still building up to something yes so like they're talking about nothing and you're watching and they're like oh you know zatch bell is a great anime blah 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 and they're talking about nothing plot related but in the background you see this motherfucker like watching them and it yeah. feels worse because they're talking about nothing like right. they're like idiots like they don't know what's going on but we do and it's like oh i don't like this feeling i mean that's such a cool thing about movies is like yeah you know that kind of like you're in on it as yeah. a viewer yeah like the, the hitchcock thing yeah you know like when you know that there's a bomb ticking in the table but the characters don't you feel like oh shit yeah yeah i wanted to do that uh, i wanted to make something self-indulgent um i wanted to make something that showed that i'm capable of doing a story thing you know if you want to look at it first second third act you can um with the thing that I'm doing in the BFA, what I want to do now is do something short. I do want to, I do want to have it, you know, in that sweet spot, um, ballpark time this time because I had fun with Mattress Bros. I got it out of my system. Um, ballpark time being eight to ten. Eight to ten. Yeah. I'm okay if it goes to twelve. Yeah. You know, I'm, come on now. Who's twelve minutes like? You know, if if I need those extra two minutes, then I'm pretty sure that they will justify themselves. Right, you know? exactly. Um, I want to do world building. Like, I want to do... Uh, how, do I, how do I explain this without giving too much away? Sort of like a speculative near future, if not like alternate history. Bit of commentary, you know. Bit of, bit of commentary. Yeah. Uh, but I want to do world building without explicitly saying, hey, I'm doing world building. You know, like world world building done well. Um, you don't have to tell the audience. Like good world building is not say, you know, right? Hey, we're doing this. Right. It just slowly, you know. Yeah. Just you just get that this is a different world, and Mattress Bros took place in like our reality, but this is not. This is not. This oh, okay. is nothing like our reality. Uh, so I want to do world building. I want to do an ensemble cast this time instead of just two, um, and I want to. Tear your heart out your chest with this one. <laughs> okay. Like, this is not a funny one. Like, no. Mattress Bros, I was laughing. There's no, there was no sacred cows in Mattress Bros. Like, anything could be laughed at in that. This, there is, like, the characters hold things sacred, and I'm trying to say something with this, and I want people to really feel something by the end of it. Yeah. This is, like, if Mattress Bros was, like, kind of B, I call it a B-plus movie. Um... <laughs> Uh, this is like, I don't know, in my eyes, what what a prestigious film like tries to do. Okay. Not that it's going to look like it. We're still no, students, but, want, but what, this, it, what it does. You want this to be the greatest film you've made so far. Yes. Is what I'm hearing. Yes. And that's admirable. Like, that's, I think, what we should all be striving for uh, as film students. Like, your next film should be better than the previous one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always happen that way, but I think if you right. can 
you know, take take a look at it from you know, a, take a step back and take a look and it's like, yeah, I did this better on this one, and I you know I struggled in that aspect on this. Can I grow from it? It yeah. it will be, but your next yeah. one will be better if you if you realize that you you did fuck up a lot of things in the last one, you know, especially well, yeah, and that's what level. I'm saying. That's right. what I'm saying. And you take that and you can learn from it and right. make the next one right your best one right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah man uh, yeah same page same page same page um, yeah that's that's what I'm trying to do with that one uh, I guess if I could say other than that there are there are fascists in it oh that's fun yeah I guess that's that's I guess that's what I'll say about that. Um, and then I'm doing something after that, but that's like so obscure and like so hard to explain that I'm not even going to. That's gonna be like what I think a weird film should look like. Like something so, like three rewatches to like really wrap your head around it. Mm -hmm. Like there's like two hour YouTube videos about it. Like, mm, what did this mean? <laughs> like, the, like of that movie. Right. That's what I think of that movie would look like. And then by the end of it, I will have had Mattress Bros, which is what I think a, a movie that doesn't take itself seriously would look like. This one, what I think a serious film looks like, and then what I think a weird film looks like. Right. And it'll be like, you know, a trifecta, hopefully. I think this logic of like, this mindset of like making what you think different movies should look like is... Yeah, my version of yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, thank like, you. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Thank you. Like, I've never said that out loud. Like, I'm so, I'm so excited to see what you make this year. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think we can end it on that. I think we can yeah. too. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I thanks for having you. me. You're a good friend. Appreciate you too, man. I'm gonna hug you after this. Yeah, thanks for the Taco Bell. Oh, always. <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> When you help me out like this, I'll feed you. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know if I should put that out there. That's a fair argument. <laughs> Come on this podcast. Get Taco Bell. So I had the uh, Supreme Crunchwrap uh, with uh, beef. It's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, two, what are they called? Cinnabon Delights? Cinnabon Delights. Cinnabon Delights. And I thought, like, yo, I'm asking for too much. Like, I'm asking for, like, that's not like a talk. That's like an expensive thing on the, the menu. Six things. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you guys had, like. <laughs> they are. You ordered here are the six things that average out to like a dollar and twenty cents each. Right, but my thing was like three dollars. Yeah, your thing. No, no, your thing was like five dollars. Really? The crunch wrap. The crunch wrap is five dollars. That's what I was thinking. Like, ooh. No, you're good. I got you. It's all good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for not like. Um, thank you for buying me Taco Bell and then not holding it over my head that you bought me Taco Bell. Do you wanna? No. Do you wanna? Um, I do share any social medias or anything sure sure um i'm not remembering the names now but devin will throw them up on the screen i'm sure he could instagram is probably the one you're most active instagram on, uh i have a twitter i only have like 30 followers do you tweet i tweet shower thoughts that's all i, I gotta tweet. follow you on yeah, twitter all i tweet I is, is shower thoughts okay that's literally all i tweet i promoted um miles's um i i did the fundraiser for miles's uh, bfa film i promoted that on twitter no interaction but i posted it on you know snapchat and instagram right and there was interaction there but yeah my twitter is like dead so i post like no one's like paying attention yeah so it'd be cool if you guys wanted to check that out um um i have that 
We're not throwing up the Facebook. Leave leave no, me alone no, on no, Facebook. No. Um, yeah. We'll throw the Instagram out. There. We'll throw it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but if this is audio, I should say. I was just gonna pull it yeah. up for the listeners. For the listeners, uh, my Instagram is it's like Brad B dot Rad underscore L E E, and I guess that's like the central. My phone's one. at one percent. I'm gonna race it. Hold on. Do it. Yeah, my phone's on eighty. Let's do it. I'll I'll be the backup. I'll pull it up. But yeah, I guess that's the central one. So it's B period Rad. Underscore Lee L E E is his Instagram. Yes, and we'll put it up, yes. and it'll be in the bio. Um, and I guess while while I have you, uh, captive audience, I'm gonna post some of those films you saw today on YouTube and Vimeo, Vimo, Vimo, Vimeo, Vimeo. Yeah, I get the two confused because I don't use either. But I I will throw some of those up on both of those and i'll also be doing some other weird stuff on youtube sort of analogous to what eddie's doing here so uh look out for that yeah i haven't told you that either oh you're I'm, starting something not a podcast you're just gonna okay but something you're just gonna step on me I keep guess. an eye out no 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 we we video essays we got our own lanes you got your video essays we don't call them that <laughs> Rico, i love you man thanks love for you coming too, on yeah man uh let's get out of here yeah yeah it's late should we do the thing Let's do the thing. Okay. Four or five times. Okay. Let's go. That's a wrap.